you do the best Aaron Neville impression in the world. So many questions. <laughs> Imagine him at a pawn shop. Look at this Xbox. I know that he's a showman. And so you did him and Randy Travis, right. and then I did Michael Bublé, and I did um, I oh, did no, uh, no. Uh, uh, Michael Bolton. That was it. That was what he was saying. That's right. Sometimes our throats get hurt, even if you're a broadcaster or even a singer. That's why we drink butt plug, butt plug drink. Like Michael Bolton, who kill me how, yeah. Yeah. kill me how. How am I supposed to bump plug without you? That's right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kite Club podcast with Jonathan Kite. Thank you so much for joining us with me. Always in studio is my best friend, Mr. Seth Shapiro. What's going on, everybody? We got Ben, we got Emmy in the booth, and we have one of my favorite people in the world, a special guest today, Mr. Pablito. Pablito. Pablo Francisco in the building. I'm working on the boat. I work on the boat here. On the pier. He was just cleaning the studio, and I said, you want to stay? Yeah, you don't have, why not? I'm going to there and some gum. Yeah. We got, um, real quick, before we uh, start the show, uh, guys, like and subscribe. First rule of Kite Club, tell everybody. Second rule of Kite Club, tell everybody. Like and subscribe. Third rule, just tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your frenemies. Leave us a review. It really helps us out. We appreciate everybody who uh, has supported the podcast and all the uh, people that you've told. So thank you so much. I'm going to be uh, at Tempe Improv June 29 through July 2nd. And uh, it's a great room. It's unbelievable. So that'll be super fun. Go to JonathanKiteComedy.com for all the dates, uh, all the good info. So what is up, my man? Are you going to Tempe? It's going to be hot like crazy. All the heat is going to come out and resonate and just get all over you. Dude, it looks like uh, it looks like every... Uh, Mirage from the Roadrunner yeah, yeah. and Coyote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude. I hope to be hallucinating within two minutes after I get off the plane. Oh, yeah. You get on you, you, Tempe, Arizona. I love Tempe. Ladies are hot. And table dances are only $5 at every Hoochie Club. That's right. But, uh, yeah. And, and, and kids eat for free pot stickers. <laughs> at those same clubs. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Pot, yeah, that's what they call them down there. Pot stickers. With pot stickers, see, uh, yeah. it's such a quatchy. No, $5 but, for dance, 10 for pot sticker. <laughs> it's stick to your pot. Yeah. yeah. Pot sticker. Go to Christie's. Oh, they have so many topless bars. That's how you get directions. All right, go down to Bourbon Street, then take a right. Then when you get to Christie's, keep on going to Lexus Girls. When you get there, you found me. Go to Krispy Kreme's. It's not a strip club. Oh, <laughs> uh, it is. <laughs> Let's go to the yeah, clip. Yeah. <laughs> we only have audio. Yeah. <laughs> so, real quick. So, Pablo Francisco, um, literally, I know people are like, one of, one of, one of. Literally, mm. my top three all-time of, of everything, and, and it's crazy because Seth um, used to tape the when we were in college. Right, there's a Comedy Central presents which right. you had arguably I think the best of them all. Well, thank you. And we watched it. We burned the tape out. Yeah, yeah. And so much so that when we first moved out here, uh, Caravan over 20 years ago, I listened to your album on repeat the whole way out. Wow. And it was like, I mean, honest to God, like you're you're one of my favorite people. I think you are one of the most entertaining people who have has ever done it. Well, and thank you. I've... We got introduced because when I started doing stand up. I was looking to open right. for somebody just to get on the road, get a little bit of experience before I had to start doing my hours. Right. And we had the same agent, still do. Right. And they were like, hey, uh, I called and I said, listen, Pablo is doing Cobbs up Cobbs. in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. We've never met before. Maybe send him some of my stuff. And you didn't even look. You were just like, I'll, he can open oh, yeah. for me. 
Yeah, he comes in there, right, and uh, he has his beard and the white teeth, right? And uh, just, was that your first time doing that guest spot or what? Dude, I had never played a real, cl- I, I mean, the ones in L.A. are like, you know, 10, 15 minutes. I'd only played Los Angeles. I'd never played outside and, you were there, and so you were there. What were you doing? Just the cops just visiting family? or No, what? I was going to, to open for you. Oh, wow. He comes in. He comes <laughs> in, and I got my guy, uh, I think Steve Kramer with me at the time. And you come in, you do like ten, like five minutes, and I go, okay, now I've got to follow you. And uh, we just, you, you hit it off. You got it. You just, you know, you took all the, uh, you, you studied it really quick, and it just, it just became natural. I just copied you. you. So copy, me, copy me, but do it in your own way. Right? And it, it was great because. <laughs> your impersonation. So you just what came up with five minutes that day, and just we, I'd been working it. on stuff in the club, and I had a uh, an hour that I had to do. The thing is, most so you start out incrementally small, but because the two broke girls was sort of a yeah, was, you know, really was so I had to do an hour on the road immediately. <laughs> so, <laughs> dude, I did it. Shout out to Comedy Zone in uh, North Carolina and Charlotte, first people to ever give me the hour. Well, okay. It was unbelievable. That, but hold on, I did it. So I came and opened for you like in August or September, and then yeah. t- a month later, I had to do the hour. Wow. So how did the first how did how did it go? I mean, the first time, and just like, I hey, how you doing? Any birthdays? Any you know? I asked birthdays for an hour. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Anyone mourning right now? Yeah. Lose someone ever, special? I just went through a calendar. Anybody <laughs> celebrating Flag Day? Right, right. But no, no, it, it, uh, it, went, it went really well. I think um, I did a little bit of crowd work, but I tried to write a lot of jokes. But I think when, when I did it for you, number one, if you guys haven't seen Pablo Francisco, you're missing out. You sold out Cobbs like it was nothing. That's one of the biggest comedy clubs it's, in the country. Yeah. It's got two tiers. You had two shows... Uh, you were doing like a whole weekend. Every show was sold out. It was fun. It was it was fun. And you murdered. Yeah, you know it's it's a, the crowds there in San Francisco. I mean, usually everywhere you can, they're they're really hip to things, right? You know, and the thing is, when they come in, they, you want you you want to try to mix up the show so they can come back again. Yeah, you know, and try to get. No, your shows yeah. were different. It was different, and but your sets were different too. You would you went you well, went we, up to, you start singing. I go, let's just do something in between. Like you got like six minutes in the, the do a guest spot, right? Yeah, six or ten. I can't remember what it was but you what had happened was we went to a, the the we, so we ate in between the shows and we go to this convenience store and there were these energy drinks that looked like lava lamps or right. butt plugs yeah i go those look like a butt plug i mean yeah. look at the things like, look like a figure <laughs> look like that 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 one uh, perfume cologne have you ever seen a cologne of the the boobs and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Jean-Paul Gaultier. Yeah. I'm sitting on one right now. Yeah. It looked like an ancient fertility statue. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I go, this looks like a butt plug. I go, we should do like a... Well, we were drinking out of them. Oh, yeah, we're drinking. Out Sucking of them. them down. Well, that was the butt plug. <laughs> that was the fun. I go, what, I, oh, what do we, like, why don't we do a commercial and just bring up... jump? Because when the, those kind of clubs, like at Cobbs, those guys, the, the owners and stuff go, man, just get loose. They, you do, do anything you want. So, so great. That's where the ideas start sparking. So I go, we'll just bring you up and we'll do like a sponsorship... It's butt plug with Casey Kasem. That's right. Does your throat get sore sometimes when I when I broadcast? Sometimes people <laughs> sing, and that's why Jonathan Kite is singing right now. Butt plug. And you know, I go. What we do with like I Tom did, Jones? Uh, no, you you did tra- uh, Randy Travis. You did you did the best Aaron Neville impression in the world. <laughs> So many questions. <laughs> Imagine him at a pawn shop. Look at this Xbox. I know that here's a show in. Anyhow. <laughs> and so you did him and Randy Travis, right. and then I did Michael Bublé, and I did um I oh, did no, uh, no, no. Uh, uh, Michael Bolton. That was it. That was what he was saying. That's right. Sometimes our throats get hurt, even if you're a broadcaster or even a singer. That's why we drink butt plug. Butt plug drink. Like Michael Bolton. Who, Kill me how? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me how. 
am I supposed to butt plug without you? That's right. And Aaron Neville. Butt plug. Whatever it was. The audience came out of nowhere because you were just, you just announced it. You just started drinking the thing and then you were making butt plug jokes about it. And then it was murdering. And then you were like, they got to do ads for these. And I didn't even know what you were going to do. And I just had a mic and came out and we just improvised that. For like oh, 10 God. minutes, it was, or whatever. It was so fun. <laughs> tell, me, tell me how am I, tell me how am I supposed to act without you? That's right. All butt, all plug. Butt plug. <laughs> it has nothing to do with throats. <laughs> Screw it. Just, just make up something. Let's do it. Well, that, the fact that Casey Kasem, <laughs> that he would be the spokesperson That's for that. That's right. I'm the ghost of Casey Kasem. And the, <laughs> I have to say the ghost of Casey Kasem because yeah. my managers yeah. always go, man, no, there, there's a lot of young people. They don't even know who Casey Kasem is. So you go, I'm the ghost of Casey Kasem. Remember uh, uh, drag racing and, and uh, uh, hamburgers and fries? Well, now, <laughs> now we take you underneath, underneath all the 50s and 60s songs. That's right. Like the monkeys. Here we came and we came too fast. I touched my weenie and I didn't laugh. Hey, I spanked my monkey. Always spanking around. That's right. And many, many. The fact that they did, that they recorded enough of those to have an album. Yeah. That's, that's, right. Right. that's right. It's all for, to have a best of. Yeah, pure country, pure. There was the ones that did not make the cut. No. They, they, they didn't make the cut. These and we'll are the go top to, thirty. That's right. The top thirty. Right. I'm Casey Kasem. I got a big old head. It's so huge. The ghost of Casey Kasem. The ghost of Casey Kasem. That's right. And Wolfman Jack, remember that guy? Wolfman, Wolfman Jack. Jack. Oh, yeah. And the Wolfman Jack. It's like a Bill Cosby, but like a... like a, a With a, a tracheotomy. Yeah, with a tracheotomy. Yeah. <laughs> tric- He's with a, a with biker. A the box. And box that you're doing. Oh, here we go. Right out. With that, uh, yeah, remember all those the, the, the DJs back in the 80s? <laughs> Explosion. <laughs> and a variety of stars. Oh, this is Billy Idol. This is Mick Jagger. <laughs> This is DMN. Oh my God, this is Jenna James. And you're listening to The Butt Plug. <laughs> the Q. As if that was supposed to help sell you to listen to the radio program. Absolutely. The Jenna James and listen to The Butt Plug. <laughs> well, how many people listen to this radio station? <laughs> this is Donald Trump. This is Ozzy Osbourne. This is Bill Cosby. And this is Mick Jagger. And you're listening to Butt Plug. <laughs> In the ducks. Yeah. Plug. The butt plug. That's the the, the only sponsor. Yeah, the only sponsor. Hi, <laughs> I'm the DJ. I sound like a topless dancer, uh, a DJ. But right now, yes, I'm going to sound like a superhero, right? I have magical powers right now. That was the phone ringing. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's going on? What about the hip call? Caller number. Name this phrase that pays. Butt plug FM. Yes. You win. Uh, am I on the air? What's happening right now? Dude, Hello? We, that, they never play music on that station. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just ads they for never the, get to it. Right, they're never, and they're like, we're out of time. Yeah. Time for another commercial break. Oh, well, Casey Casey. Brought to you by Plug. Brought to you by Plug. Remember when like, Casey Casey would be explaining the story of the song, where it came from? This next song says, you know, dear Casey, you know I had to make some transitions. Would you please play Father, you know, where's my you know, butt sack? I don't know. I got to come up with a better joke. But, the, but if you leave. Keep me now. You, that's right. It's Peter's, what is it? Pearson Terra? Peterson Terra. Pearson Terra. That's right. From Chicago. That's right. And you know what? He, he, he had a transition. So now <laughs> he got an operation. If you leave me now, you leave the big. Okay, gosh, I didn't come with a joke on that one. 
Peter, no he, more Peter Cetera. Yeah, it was Peter Cetera. Yeah. Nice. He, he does what the uh, Cobra Kai uh, the, the, the oh, soundtrack yeah, for, um, for, for, uh, for part two. I am oh, the yeah. man who sounds like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> and I'll be the hero you've been thinking of. What do you get? Cobra Kai. You watch that show? I heard it's really funny. It is funny. There, and there's good comics out there, too. Dana Dude and uh, Brent Ernst. Play Brent the, Ernst. Play the two guys who work in the car dealership. Brent Ernst, funny guy. He has a brother, too, that does comedy, too. He's really funny, too, as well. But, yeah, he was with Cobra Kai with... I heard that Ralph Macchio is, like, the... He's, he's like, like the main guy. It's like yeah, he's it's uh, like it's, it's like Daniel Larusso right. now, who's like still living in the valley and sort of like what what's going on with him today. But he's kind of a dick. Like he's a dick version of himself. Right? Yeah, he's well, he's he's believed his own myth. Yeah, what a crazy angle to go. Let's take a movie of Karate Kid and what happens afterwards, when, uh, dude. Whatever there's to make money. You know, if thirty years later, anything. Yeah, after Glowwolf McQuaid with uh, with <laughs> David Carradine, what are they doing now? That's right, David Carradine runs a Seven Eleven. You must get cigarettes, okay? And Chuck Norris, he wants to buy cigarettes. I don't. You you have to card me first. I mean, they think a story, <laughs> prolong it like that. I don't get it. He was a belt salesman, David what? Carradine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never never take your own supply. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. Those, remember those stories that was come out. Uh, uh, I think it was on TBS or something. It was like it was uh, Saved by the Bell, the real story. Like who wants to know about Mario and all that was going on? <laughs> My cheese little dances. And that's right. And uh, three of the Golden Girls. So see the real story behind the scenes. They were getting laid. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's what that I would pay to see though. Yeah, we should check that. Well, the well, behind the scenes of the Golden Girls of the, yeah. them just getting plowed. Golden oh, orgy. Okay. Golden, golden showers, golden phallus. Golden. That was the spinoff. <laughs> the porno version. Yeah. Golden girls turn into golden showers. That's right. What was the other one with uh, Bob Saget? Who was uh, Full, House. Full House? Full House, the real story. I mean, come, when you watch that, you're going, "I want to see who who's going to play John Stamos." Because no, no, he's like the best looking guy. Yeah. I think we could get John Stamos. <laughs> John, what happened? He still looks the, the same. Yeah, yeah. We, we need to know the story, the behind, underneath what happened inside <laughs> with Bob Saget. He, he asked for a drink. Do you know he always wanted cranberry juice, but then he wanted orange juice? <laughs> we need to know the story. <laughs> What's the tell end about it? The, the drama on that, the thread, and then the, everything goes to a commercial break. So it's a cliffhanger that there's no cliffhanger for. Yeah, it's like, why do I really need to know what's going on? Behind the behind the scenes of Three's Company, what happened with John Ritter, and what happened? Did he really bang those <laughs> Joyce Duet and and Susan Summers? And, and then it cuts back and goes, he did. It's like a super short episode. Mr. Roper was somebody different. Yes, he came. To, he played an actor, Mr. Roper, on Three's Company. But little did you know, he was involved <laughs> with a drug cartel. <laughs> I need to know that story. It's like, it's so weird how how today's programming is taking like programming. I want to really, I really want to know the story behind Inside Edition. What? 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 I want to know about Entertainment Tonight. What, yeah. what, what do they do when they go home? <laughs> Who cares? <Yeah. laughs> they sit and watch TV. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> this is. They watch this program. How many yeah. times you see Anthony Robbins? The real story. You can do it. My programming. That's right. With my <laughs> system, you can do it. We need to know the real story underneath. Anthony Robbins. Inside Robbins. Yeah. Beneath the teeth. Yeah, he's a million. <laughs> that big old mouth. Yeah. Look, 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 kick a walnut. <laughs> crack his head. But have you ever seen all those? I'm going to a self-help uh, uh, guy. I'm, I'm, I'm Anthony Robbins. What does Anthony Robbins do? Does he have uh, any businesses that he backs up? 
He's just, you see him just going, you can do it. You just, The power of your mind. Yeah, I can do it. I'm a millionaire. But do I be more of a millionaire? How does he not have, um, how is his face not uh, a miniature golf hole? <laughs> Were you trying to get between the, the teeth? Yeah, between yeah. the teeth. Between the teeth. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, that's that's his story. Yeah. And what about what, all these infomercial the guys? Remember all these? What if I told you, you can make so much money? It's that easy. I've been seeing a lot of these guys, but sometimes you always get that host that doesn't believe it. What are you talking about? I don't believe it. What if I told yeah. you, you went from a one bedroom apartment <laughs> to a ten thousand square foot home? It's that easy. No you way. can do it. It's like oh right, okay. It's like they, <laughs> who are these people? The QVC or uh, of Shark Tank? That's, that's oh hilarious. dude. Well, I think it's so funny because I feel like at the end of all those infomercials, it's like, all you have to do is rob a bank. <laughs> it's like, I met yeah. the guy who did, by the way, did you remember the magic bullet? Yes. I, so, yeah. You, you yeah. Put the fruits so, in there. Dude, I used to watch bullet, it every man. night. It was on. And so I was, I was just up late at night and they used to do a really long infomercial. Like it was a TV show. It was right? our favorite, man. We Dude, loved that infomercial. We bought yeah. the magic bullet because right? of that infomercial. I met the guy when I was working at Cheesecake Factory okay. who came up with it. And I did his commercial for him. Really? Because I was said, I said, this commercial, it doesn't make sense. These people would never be hanging out. There was, the, there was like a guy who had like a backwards hat on. Right. Who was just like, he's like, huh, I don't know how to cook. I'm so stupid. Oh, yeah. He was, he, well, he was the antagonist of the group who, like, he didn't buy into the magic bullet. He's like, sorry, not going to buy this thing. Everyone else is on board. But finally, when they won him over with the smoothie, he was oh, like, hey, all right, no, okay. Now I take some ice and I take some juice. I put it in this little cup. <laughs> And then drink it. It's, it's nutrients. It's like, yeah, take it with you everywhere you go. And act now, and you get the, the miniature tiny bullet. Yeah. And, and if you act even more, you get this one, the thimble the bullet. The little tiny bullet. <laughs> it goes right in your pocket when you need a little little, little yeah. smoothie. It's the Beretta. just for cocaine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you like cocaine? It's that easy. I'm Tony Montana. Let me tell you. You can make cocaine right there. I'm Sosa. I'm a friend of Tony's. And you know what I'm going to tell you? It's a little tiny, you know what, pocket, little cocaine. Put your ether, flip it over, baking soda. Hey, you're going right. Hey, man, he's incredible. Pocket chain cocaine. You're all right. It's the pocket chain cocaine. The pocket chain But then cocaine. they have the Hispanic version of that guy. Like, I don't buy it, man. I'm not about it. <laughs> Come on, Tony. I like you. They got the pocket cocaine chain. Cocaine keychain. That's right. Hey, man, it works all that. Keeps you up all night. <laughs> That's why they're up watching those those channels of 24 hours a day. Holy smoke, I almost ran out of breath. But anyhow. They have <laughs> Russians one that are in smaller inside, and you get down at the top. Oh, tiny, the little, the bigger one. The yeah, little yeah. tiny little the, cup. Yeah, yeah. The, the Russian magic bullet. Yeah, well, it takes up a counter in. space. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's like stackable cups. I've been watching a lot of the Shark Tank things on YouTube, right? And yeah. Everybody, like, and I was thinking, like, boom, dun, 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 dun. This is Pablo and Dustin Waibara. And we like hookers. Come on, we're on the road. And we like donuts. Come on. <laughs> Mark Cuban, you're on the road. You like donuts and hookers? I like donuts. But then again, you know, you like hookers. Ho you like holes. You, 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 you like holes. You like golf. But, you, but I, I, I use Bitcoin. And for those reasons, I'm out. Okay, point. Oh, yeah. dude, yeah. The, the reasons for them being out. They're like, uh, you like hookers, you like donuts. Uh, my wife watches this program, so for that reason, I'm out. Yeah, that, that's right. All right. And, she, and I use Bitcoin. And you know what? I like long johns, but then again, I don't like to eat after 12 a.m. So, it's, it's donuts. And then Mr. Wonderful, go kill yourself. Go and do that. I came up with the invention. I like hookers, pot, marijuana, cocaine. Uh, anybody here? All right, let me, let me tell you. What's your name again? Let me see how that's gone. For those reasons, I'm in, I'm out. It's uh, How many businesses do these guys have? They have to keep on... Everyone wants to go with Mark Cuban, but he's like, he's like shaking hands like this. Hello, how are you? <laughs> Does he have to go to every meeting? I mean, Dustin Wybara had to do a show called... Uh, uh, it's on ABC. It was called... Um, 
Oh God, it was a it was a TV show that Mark Cuban was on that TV show. What's it called? Oh my God, it was just was uh, it Home Economics? Home Economics. There you go. He was on Home Economics. Dustin Whitebar goes to and he goes, Hey man, I'm doing a scene with Mark Cuban. And Mark Cuban's hanging out with him. He goes, Mark Cuban goes, man, I tell you what. He goes, some of those deals on Shark Tank go for like four hours. And they have to edit those things out. Mm -hmm. But he's just buying business after business. And not with his own money. You know that the network. Yeah, of course. Gives him. So, I mean, what would you do? You go, okay, how much? What are your prices on it? And it's like, it's incredible. Like, (laughs) we want Mark Cuban. Is he going to show up? It's the golf ball putter that cleans the golf ball putter hole inside. (laughs) You guys are doing good. All right. But uh, yeah, it's usually wine or food that's going to kill on that stuff. But uh, how can you just run all these businesses? Well, they don't. It's only 24 hours in a day, man. Howard, I mean, I got to think that like they're not doing any of their original businesses anymore. They're just doing Shark Tank businesses now. Right. But they're limited. So what I think is they get such a huge percentage of them and they see what takes off immediately. And and they control it, and then if it doesn't take off right away, they let it go. Right. So those reasons, I'm out. I'm in. I'm out. But uh, I don't. Even, if you were, I saw uh, that's Kevin Mark Hart. Cuban in the bedroom. <laughs> I'm in. I'm out. No, that could be Mac and Roll. I'm in. I'm out. That's a that's a tennis joke. But anyhow, yeah. I mean, if I, I mean the line judge is like, she's like, you're out. He goes, no, I'm telling you, I'm in. <laughs> I swear. I swear. <laughs> Check the tape. My ball, ball's in. Balls feels out. Balls in. Balls out. It's ping pong. Okay, listen. They always say ping pong is the perfect uh, networking kind of uh, game to play. Yeah. With friends. Yeah, but the ball just keeps on falling off the table. Okay, pick it up. We're gonna do that. How about bowling? Bowling would be probably the best way to do business. You come to my house. I have a bowling game. We drink a few beers. Put on the Rolling Stones. We talk business. It's a bowling game. But ping pong, you gotta keep on picking that thing up. Oops, sorry. Get that ball. I think that's what they say. Golf is. The best version of that because so much waiting around. Yeah, there's so much yeah. waiting around. Like all you're doing is talking. Yeah, but what happens if you go out with Kevin James and uh, Adam Sandler and you win the game? You win them. You beat them at golfing. Do yeah. you get the deal? See, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Does that's that always sense? the big question yeah. of how much do you have to throw your own game to make the deal happen. Well, I suck at golf, so I don't have to throw my own game at all. Yeah, well, it's it's that swing. It kind of looks kind of. These are sports that look gay. Okay, <laughs> gay. That's golf with the volleyball. Gay. Foosball. That, that, that looks like a butt plug ad as well. <laughs> That's right, and butt plug is sponsored by, by, by butt plug. Everything is this Kite Club podcast episode. Tell is me how much. I... Okay, anyhow. Who's uh? Who's the, who's Vin Diesel? Real quick, just to cut you off, real quick. How do you? I'm trying to get Vin Diesel. Yeah, down. yeah. It's like a Talk Sylvester. It's like a Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is my get ready. Vin Diesel's back. Hey, get yourself a Corona. But is that uh, it, the thing? Is his tongue is almost too big for his mouth. Like it's it's Andre the Giant ish. Yeah, yeah. Oh, with, with, with a with a higher octave. Or? I mean, it's so it's gravelly, but it's a little higher. And I'm doing an exaggeration of him. Like, I'm not trying to do an exact voice match. I'm just trying to do, like, the idea. Uh-huh. Okay. Because you did it on the phone. When I was listening to you on the phone, you were doing some examples. I go, I, go, I sound like, I thought I sound like him. But, but this girl goes, no, you sound too much like a Sylvester Stallone. Hey, you got to, hey, get hey. yourself a Corona. I can, get, I can get away with that, though, yeah. right? But yours is. Uh, yeah, it, that's uh, a, yeah, right there. So he, it sounds, it's like his tongue uh, is getting bigger by the second. The best line you could ever. In, Are you in, holding your breath? Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, sorry. Yeah. Well, in, in the fifth movie, there's a line that he has that is the epitome of how he talks. When they go, so what are we talking about here, Toretto? And he goes, we're talking about $100 million. And in that sentence, there are like three consonants maybe, even though there are a lot more. He's pronouncing like two and a half of them. $100 million. <laughs> yeah, like he's having a stroke yeah, halfway sure, through. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was watching that. Because, uh, when you call me, you go, hey, Papa, Ben Diesel. 
See, Mark Wahlberg was easy when you when you grab both of your knees and go because yeah. to the side. Yeah, breathe. I say he's always out of breath. Hey, man, you doing good? I, was like, I got it. Yeah, All right. And, and now people look at associating me with with Mark Wahlberg, but you're actually you're the one who inspired it. But, yeah, no, it's all good. Hey, man, you doing because Mark Wahlberg's everywhere. He's the hands on your watch. He's, he's on he's at the ATM machine. Hey, man, get more than $40. Get $80. You do it good? And this time he has a mustache. So, yeah. What's he going to do? He's, uh, he's uh, your life coach. He's always checking in with you. That's definitely his style. He's very interested in his acting partner at all times. You good, man? You all right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I noticed that uh, Mark Wahlberg. I, now I watch his movies because, you know... <laughs> hey man, you doing good? But he's also, he looks like he has a sort of like holding in a fart kind of face. Kind of, but, but, like, but for some reason, I, I like watching all his movies because I want to see if he can pull, he, he does pull it off. He does pull it off. Yeah. But it, it's, just, it's incredible. Like this guy, you know what? I want to be in Transformers. And he jumps in, Shia LaBeouf. And then I want to I want to be in Planet of the Apes. So I was like, holy smoke, these directors. Is it the, is it, why is it, why is it, you always see that one comic that just, or I mean, actor that just keeps like Denzel. He's like, I'm okay. Let me tell you something. I want to chop your fingers off. Now he's an assassin. And now he's on the good side. And now he's a politician. <laughs> they do the same character, but for yeah. some reason, you still, it's still believable. Yeah, because I think who they are as people is interesting enough. Yeah. And okay. so it's their version. It feels so authentic. Right. You know, a guy like him, like Denzel or Tom Cruise. Yeah. It's not that they're doing the same thing. I mean, Tom Cruise does something so specifically well but he does it better than anybody in the world. Yeah, and he's flying jets, man. You, you dude, gotta... He's jumping, but he's jumping cliffs, dude. Yeah, it's uh, when I was, I, I didn't, when I was watching Top Gun, the, the, when I saw the sequel that was coming out, right? I didn't, I just go, oh, yeah, he's probably in the back of a green screen, but he's in that sucker. No, he's cruising. doing it. He's going cruising. Where does he take the time out to learn the, 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 the isn't it a lot of mathematics involved in that? You gotta, you have another, well, then he's yeah. rich. You can have two guys, you know, <laughs> pull up. Going up, he's just, oh my God, to have your own jet do that. That that guy is the movie. He is the action. He is yeah. the Jackie Chan of the... the uh, of machines. Uh, yeah, he, on the side of the plane. And now I, when I watch his movies, I go, you know what? Yeah, he broke his ankle on that jump. On oh, the really? jump, yeah. On the, on the one from the two ago, or last one. Yeah, he oh jumped across God. the building. Maybe maybe when you get high enough in Scientology, they just have like where you can download a program straight to your brain. And you're like, okay, now I know how to fly a jet. Yeah. <laughs> right, like like Matrix. Like the style. Matrix, yeah. I yeah. know, I now I know Kung Fu. Yeah, so maybe it's like that. You know that you know, they probably have that technology. They do mm -hmm. it. Russell Brand goes. You know, I met. They go. Is uh, Tom Cruise gay? And he goes. No, not even close. But how the Russell Brand described him, his beautiful way of paying attention to somebody. They say when he talks to you that you're the only person in the world. That he has. You know how like you're saying that uh, yeah. he makes other guys you? gay. Yeah, yeah. He exactly. he, he, I'm like, I, he was going for Shakira. Shakira. Now I heard he was the. the, the the girl Shakira, Sh yeah, Shakira, and you know what? Hey, the guy just jumps in. He's in a plane talking to him. everybody. Hey, thanks a lot for checking out my movies. But then he goes, <laughs> he goes, goes up to get in a plane. Don't you have to look for the like the freeway? If I was to be a pilot, I couldn't be a pilot. I have to look at the road. But this guy looking at, I don't know how he it's all it. by feel at this point. And, and how much money do you does he get? The best pilot? I mean, the money he makes to, to, to learn this stuff, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, probably I didn't, I, he probably I, goes to flight school. 
Yeah, but the, the, you always, he bought his own. Yeah, but you're always thinking that you know when he does a movie, he's always at CAA at the agency walking around. Where does he take the time out to? <laughs> do he have the simulation with the money going to his house and just, <laughs> the whole house starts rocking or something like that? <laughs> Holy smoke, man! I just, I just, I'm amazed and blown away by he's on the side of a plane. I'm going. God, I'm into this movie now. It's like, well, he's living. That's the thing about him. He took the action. How like so many actors don't do their own stunts. He's a guy who goes, you know what? I'm going to do all the stunts. I'll do your stunts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a yellow wig. I'll do her stunts. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He gets another check as being the stunt double for all the other characters. He's got to be like in the stunt union. <laughs> he's got to be in the stunt union. Yeah, and you know what? You know, to tell you the truth, man. The guy knows how to fight too. You know, look, look, look. Mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves. Twenty. My friend's uh, doing craft service on Keanu Reeves' movie. He's doing John Wick, and he's jumping back and forth to Bill and Ted. Don't you get a little confused? Is he Bill? Is he Ted? You know, hey, man, <laughs> your, your, your hair's oily, John Wick. Oh, yeah, sorry, Bill and Ted. That guy, you know, and the thing is, it's still believable. When I watch it, I got to keep watching. I mean, for how crazy it is, Keanu Reeves, I, yes, I'm convinced. Oh, he's it. amazing. Did you see the new John Wick, the, the, the fourth one? Okay, the fourth one, I haven't seen that one yet. So <sighs> Pretty amazing. I, I, this, I know this is... Pure, I mean, this is pretty hyperbolic for me to say this. It's one of the best action films ever made. Yeah, and my and my friend Paul Abraham, he's he's he does craft service, and I, he's on all this on the movie sets. He goes, Pablo, can I tell you something? He goes, he's always all the time I wake up, he has a guy in a headlock. He's with his team of China, uh, Asian people, headlock, doing. He's nonstop, just getting all the moves down. And you know what? To tell you the truth, I'm I'm sure the guy can. Could could pull something off. I mean, yeah. He, I mean, learning it enough. Or what about uh, 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 oh, oh no. God, the guys who the guys who did the show, the who the, the cast of the show. It was um, those two comics. Oh my God, I can't believe Odenkirk. Yeah, oh, Mr. Mr. Show? Show. Yeah, now David now, Odenkirk, Cross. Now, Odenkirk, yeah, 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 Odenkirk. Now oh yeah, Mr. Nice Guy. Mr. Nice Guy. You know, Odenkirk oh. got some skills, man. You, you, mm-hmm. you, you got to learn something, yeah, from that. Yeah, yeah. I, I was watching that movie, and I go, you know what? He does. He has his moves down. You know? Yeah. I took a little Shotokan. I took a little bit of, uh, you know, some martial arts. But uh, yeah, the, didn't you do Taekwondo? Oh, I, I did. Look, I did Shotokan, and then I went to Wing Chun. I went, went to Wing Chun. Wing Chun. What a waste! It's my of favorite time. restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Open door. You get your ass kicked doing that. Every move is a number 43. You call this a beef and broccoli. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> beef and bro- broccoli. Cookie. That's their commercial. Everybody wing chung tonight for dinner. <laughs> Everybody wing chung. Take your baby by the broccoli. Okay. Anyhow. Uh, uh, Royce Gracie. I mean, he has a style of what? Uh, it's um, ninjutsu or what is it called? Uh, Jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu. You got to get your he- your face pounded before he, he, he won. The He won, but he's... Pounded, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe Rogan. I wonder if Joe has ever been offered by a studio, Joe, Joe, to be the next Steven Seagal. But Joe is so... Oh, that would be great. Yeah, but Joe, Joe's style is so... It's it's so... Um, it's down. It's right down to no no showing off. It's just down. Well, that's yeah. the thing that they said about Steven Seagal. Come that, on, hit me. Yeah, that, yeah that, he, that he really was like trying to fight. Or like it was, it was doing it to a certain extent where there was uh, some people that were getting injured. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I say when we call cut. Yeah, he didn't yeah. even know he was shooting a movie. Yeah, but somebody's messing with his family again. Hey, what's going on? I'm looking for Richie. Quackity Coop. I met him in Romania. I was doing a show in Romania. Quackity and he walks, he, walks in, he walks in with his pony. Tell my friend, he goes, hey, that's Steven. So I go, I go hey, Steven. He goes, right? And I walk up to him, though. I walk up to him. And he goes, who are you? I go, we're comics. He goes, come on over. And I shook his hand. He goes, okay, tell me a joke. And I did the worst joke. I go, this is Johnny Carson on cocaine. I am so fucked up. I am so high. Uh, I, uh, I'm a little paranoid. Is that a new drummer? And he goes, I didn't like that joke. So he didn't like that joke. But when I shook his hand, when I shook his hand, he 
he was he was scoping me out, and he he has a great grip. And you know what? I believe that what he does in the movies, he can if he gets a hold of you, man, he's gonna look. You you may be kicking him on the side, but he was you're gonna have to see an orthodontist. You're gonna get his jaws broken. He will he will mess. He will fuck you up. And when I was grabbing his hand, he was like pulling me into a center thing. I was going, I go, do you know um, Augustine Fong? He teaches uh, Wing Chun in Tucson. He goes, I don't know. I don't really know him too well. I don't, I never heard of him. <laughs> and then my friend he goes, he goes, so tell me a joke. And my friend goes, two flies are on a piece of shit. One fly farts and the other one says, you mind? I'm trying to eat here. And he goes, I like that joke. Right? And he goes, he goes I didn't like your joke. I go, but still, I go, you're still a badass. But you know what? When he grabbed my hand, that dude, he was, he, he was solid. How and has he never used his ponytail in any of his movies as a weapon? <laughs> it looks, it's been there for decades. It's too short. <laughs> you, he'll grow it out. Well, you'll see hand and tail combat. Yeah, one day he's gonna just let it out, and it's gonna be like three times as long. I can't, he, he plays a, 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 a quadriplegic, yeah. but he can still beat you with his head. <laughs> grab my hand. I need some help. Grab my grab yeah. the beads. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know what the, pin the tail movie? on the donkey. <laughs> pin the yeah. tail on the yeah. Unarmed, too. <laughs> Unarmed, too. God. His movies were fun, but come on. He gets on his knees. Come on, puto. I want to beat you up. Go ahead on my knees. Boom. It doesn't work. <laughs> How is he dressed? I always imagine him wearing a karate gi. Yeah. You know, when I saw him, <laughs> I, well, sometimes I get a little drunk and I go into a, I wear a robe and just walk into any karate school. I'm looking for Chain Ling Chi. And I walk out. <laughs> That's just me. But anyhow, uh, when I saw him, he was he gained some weight. He had, he had a few pounds, had a little junk in the trunk, but his grip was good. And I was thinking, I wonder if Joe, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, <laughs> hey, come on, you could be the next action star. I'm pretty sure he's been approached. I just go, oh, he I, has I to think so. Yeah, but what do, uh, how would he do it? Can you do Joe? No, I, that's one of the ones I can't do. I've tried, but that's a pretty hard one. Yeah, you know, I've been listening to his albums, and uh, I, when I listen to his audio albums, I, learn, I, I, look, I, I listen to it like as if I was looking at a Hustler magazine. I start from the back, but his transitions are so good, <laughs> and he's honest about it. Yeah. And it's so, it's, it amazes me that you know, Taekwondo martial arts, you have to put a lot of time in it, into it, but he was able to you know, dedicate himself to martial arts and comedy, you know, that, that's, mm -hmm. and, and kick-ass kick at both of them. That's, to me, I mean, that's a physical and a funny yeah. thing. But he goes, How did he never have an album called Punchlines? He's so perfect for him. Great. Oh, wow. Anyway. Good call. That is very funny. Yeah, very funny, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, so, yeah, I'm a Joe fan. I like those. Oh, okay, well, he's well, calling you now. This could be. Is that him? Uh, We're taking uh, a call on the air. Hello, who's this? Hello? Hey. Hey, who is this, man? Uh, this is your long-lost brother. Uh, we, we, had a, we had a falling out after we kissed that time. Wait, who's this, huh? Who's this? It's a 713 number. Okay, I'm out of here. Okay. I don't know who that was. Oh, for real? Yeah. No, right. he didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, call in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, call in uh, we'll, Pablo. We'll put, we'll put Pablo's number at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> I thought you were just messing with a friend or something. Well, usually, <laughs> I, I have two numbers at my house. When they, when they call my house, I go, I'll, I'll, I'll play a prank on the on the solicitor. I go, hi, this is David from Stewart Photography. I go, hey, yeah, let me give you the number real quick. 472-821. And then, hey, man, what you doing? Hey, man, get out of my house. When they hang up the phone, that's some of the kind of stuff. You know, mess with this. He's, okay. It's him again. He's calling back. Uh, you're on the Jonathan Kite Show. Who is this? Hey, it's John Gard, man. John, okay, it's John Gard, a comedian friend of mine. John, I'm on uh, Jonathan Kite Show right now. We're doing the podcast. Can I call you right back? We're right in the middle of something. Hey, hey man, you know I love you, man. All right? I love you. <laughs> I 
Doug John Gard. I love it. You'll still take the call. That's I what still, I like about you. Listen, yeah. never you never changed. Caller, go ahead. Yeah. So you'll yeah. take scam likelies every day of the week. Yeah, John Gard, hilarious comedian from Houston. Uh, really, uh, really high. He's like um, he's like a Gary Busey with no crack, but just really funny. And and all the time I see him, I always get a little joke out of him. So got to keep on keep on board. Nice. So you're, um, well, we talked about you and I going on the road together. Right. To do like a, a show that just pretty much a made up show for, or like I would do a half hour, you would do a half hour, and then we would do a half hour together. Right. And I, I was thinking, I got Dustin Wybara, okay, like he's, uh, look, I'm, I'm 54 years old and I read at a third grade level. But anyhow, I, uh, and, uh, I said, why not? We could we do 10 minutes of, 15 minutes of Dustin, 15 minutes of you, 15 minutes of me. Sure. And in between, because all the improvs and all the levity lives have these digital screens that come down, you can have a it's, – it's a candy store where you can put up in between. It's like a – in living color meets Saturday Night Live divided by the square root of Jonathan Kite, Pablo Francisco, Dustin Waibara. And, uh, yeah, we call it something and just put some – you know, some digital stuff in there just to have some fun. Just to I think it would be amazing. We tried it out the other day right. at the Improv. I thought that went so well. Oh my God, that was you, great. It was great. You were murdering. Full House loved the Improv, and then you brought me up, and we, we did a, that trailer. Get ready. Mark Wahlberg's in every movie. Hey, man, get out of my movie. <laughs> That's right. He's going, you know, Mark, he's going to take your part starring Liam Neeson. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm here as well. I'm getting a little older. I don't know who you are. It might be about dementia, but I'm here. Then, also starring Mark Wahlberg in. Hey, man, it's me. Go, go to Chris Rock. Hey, man, what's going on? What's up with The Rock, huh? Listen, brother, I'm telling you, I'm here. I beat paper, I beat scissors every time, and I'm going to beat you. Man, Jason Stateman. All right, let me just say this. I know that I'm here a little late. Sorry, my Uber got here. I'm a driver now, and I'm here for you, and I'm going to crank this up one punch at a time. Going to a theater near you. Yeah, they, they, the they blockbuster clusterfuck. <laughs> what, what happens when you get a movie, and every movie needs a star? But what happens when that star needs a movie? They make a blockbuster, they make more movies. You get more stars trying to be in the movie. Get ready, Keanu Reeves. Hey, whoa! Hey, listen, you need a trilogy, okay? Me and Mark, we have a trilogy, but then again, Mark doesn't have a trilogy. You have a Wahlberger. I have. A, I don't have an enchilada. What about you? Come on, Keanu, are you Bill or Ted? Oh, I can't remember. That's right. This summer, and also starring. <laughs> I forgot the name. Gosh damn it! And music soundtrack by Michael Bolton. Tell me. <laughs> it's also sponsored by Buttplug. By Buttplug. That's right. And I'm the ghost of Casey Kasem, and we'll be right back. That's right. My head is so big, it looks like a cookie jar. I should have came up with a better joke. <laughs> Dude, you tell me people wouldn't watch that? <laughs> I'm thinking, look, when you came up on that stage... Feeling the power of the people coming up. You go, stay away from my family. Oh, Neeson. dude, it was so, it was crazy because the thing I loved right. about when we do that together is they don't know what's coming. Right, right. And when you. Even I don't know what's coming. Right, no, right. we yeah, didn't know. Because you don't know. And we didn't yeah. know. And, and if I just walked up there and it was just like I was dressed in some like weird cardigan and like corduroy pants or whatever. Right. And then um, I grabbed the mic and they were just like, what's happening right now? And they'd been watching comedian after comedian killer show full. And then you were like, uh, you were talking about voices, and you just went into it. Right, right. And then it was sort of like they were watching something that, that felt like it, special because it had never been done before. Right. Because we had never done it before. I think we go, we get, we get together, we get go to my house, right? And we just put a, together a show that just has comedy, sketches, a little bit of, you know, drop down uh, commercials, 
Like on the next Forensic Files, I'm trying to get that guy down. Due to the DNA of Forensic Files, he thought he could get away by going to bars. Found himself behind bars. But due to the DNA, who's the guy who narrates this stuff? They always have those those back to back crime stories on Discovery. It's a police IDU. Everything is so violent. Even the commercials. Hi, it's Roseanne Barr, and welcome to Women That Kill. Okay. <laughs> or, or, hi, hi, this is Howard Stern. <laughs> Radio DJs that kill. <laughs> That's right. Even the commercials are like violent. Hi, I'm Snuggles. I get off blood. Yeah, get you off the kills. Forensic files. It's like nonstop. These these uh, discovery. No, uh, we're obsessed with murder in this country. Oh, I yeah. know, and it's really somebody's lives. <laughs> but do you learn it? The only thing we know, okay, they caught the killer. The pe- people oh, died. Dude, the stuff that they reveal in those, it's like nothing. Yeah, what, there's okay, there's a happy ending. Okay, we caught the killer after he killed with the DNA. Little did he know that okay, we got the wrong guy. We got the wrong guy, but when we come back, they found the DNA. But that one little tiny monocle. Man, man, he wasn't alone, and his pubic hair was on trial. Hello, I'm the pubic. <laughs> man, 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 you better shave your body before you come into prison, man. Man, you selling me out. Pixar sex ed. That's right. Your own pubic hair, your own molecules will, sn- will snitch you I'm out. Gonna, I'm coming in. Oh, he did it, not me. Jeez. There's just two little hairs down there. They're just two old men arguing. Come on, listen. You're going to sell us out. Don't sell us out, dude. Come on, man. I like, I like to bring up the pubic hair. Hello. Probably I know I'm on your nipple, but you know. You know. I'm right here. Your, your old body snitches you One out. Here, yeah. The pit hairs. One of them is Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> Brad Pitt. Hey, man, be quiet, man. Yeah. Silence. Yeah, yeah, the first rule of pit club is shut Yeah, your own body. Due to the DNA, he almost got away with it too. But Pablo, <laughs> Pablo picked his nose and, <laughs> and then left a booger. Oh, a booger, I could really say that. Left a snot. How would they say that technical term of a booger? Um, a boogie. A boogie, yeah. Uh, sh- sh- <laughs> Due to the smegmatite. Paul Giamatti. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, I was in that nose for a very long time. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. When he blew his nose on a tissue, Officer Quackity Quack noticed that in the DNA, Jonathan Kite flew himself out of his own. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> they never, they never stop. It's yeah. a one. It's nonstop. This family dies, and this person. I'm just going, you, you don't fall asleep with that 24 hours crime. A forensic file marathon on. Oh, yeah. you wake up going, oh, God, is that in a dream? That's how people relax. That's all my wife watches before she goes to bed. And sharpens it- knives. <laughs> <laughs> she, Why is she wearing <laughs> gloves? Yeah, Mom, I like the good cut. They said that. Uh, they go, the movie Scream, when it came out, 120 deaths. They, they say there's uh, copycat crimes yeah. that happen. I don't, I don't know. It's... That's the only thing we weird. They said that two 12 year old kids came in stabbing their mother. At, well, now I'm going to bring this up with, with the, with the, the ma- Menendez? Oh, with the screen oh, mask. With the ghost face. With the ghost face, the ghost yeah. face mask. You, you, hear, yeah. you hear all these stories underneath that, but it's like, uh. look, when you saw a guy in the fire department, hey, that's your little kid. Hey, Mr. Fireman, how are you doing, little Billy? But when you get older, you're like, wait, what's that kid up to? Right? He doesn't trust <laughs> you anymore. He goes down a pole, he cooks, and he plays poker, and he's a hero. I don't get it. <laughs> We're back to the clubs in Tempe. <laughs> so, now, yeah, Tempe, you're going to be there. I'm going to be I'm gonna be at a, at a club. You're at San Jose. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to be at the s- improv. It's the 7th through the 9th. Yeah, I'm going to be at this one beach place. In Huntington Beach, I don't know the name. It's going to be this Friday. You're going to be there too. Yeah, dude. It's, so this comes out on Thursday, right? And then we're going to be there the next night. We'll be there Friday night together. That should be an amazing show. Come on down if you want to be a comic, man. You know, do it. You know, try it. I mean, what do you got to lose? You know, it sounded like you were inviting them on your show. 
<laughs> that was the wrong placement. I got a five for you. Yeah. Hey guys, do you want to be a comic? Shut up and do it on my show this oh, yeah, Friday, Huntington Beach. <laughs> Eight seven Cedric. I remember once. Uh, my phone number's at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> hey Bob, I think I'm funny. I do some jokes. I remember I had a police officer knock on my door, and he came into my house. He goes, I go, I invited him in. Yeah. And he tells me, he goes, Hey man, I see. I heard your joke. Uh, I got your album, Knee to the Groin, and I want to tell you something, man. I got some. I got some comedy too. I go, do you think you're funnier than me? He goes, yeah. Like, they sit down in my in my living room and I have a cop going, you want, want to come on and do an amateur night with me at the Melrose? He goes, yeah, man, I think I could do some, I do some things about people dancing. It's kind of funny. Yeah, I'd rather have a cop come to my door want to be a comic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah <laughs> then the other thing. Right. You yeah, got it sure. off easy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people, I remember one time I was in, um, I was in Tampa Improv and they go, hey man, this fire, this guy, um, from the fire department in New York, decided he wanted to do a guest spot. So we gave him a spot because 911 happened, right? He was a fire department guy. And he walks up to me, he goes, you know what? Tell your feature acts that I'm going to be the new feature act. I went, well, okay. <laughs> he was like, because I got a lot of standing O's up in uh, in New York uh, last week. And I go, really? I go, you got standing He goes, yeah, i got been getting standing O's every single time since the first time I went up. And I went, all right. And I stopped and I went, uh, so like, uh, he goes, yeah, my family comes in and he checked me out. I went, oh, your family, right? <laughs> they were getting so up to leave. <laughs> his family's giving him standing notes. So when he went up on this one, he bombed so bad. You <laughs> right? should have seen his face. I go, hey man, I acted like I didn't see the first show. He goes, I want to do both shows. I went, I go, how did it go the first show? And he goes, I'm, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go. Yeah. And he quit his job as a fire department, as, working at the fire department. And his guys go, we drove all the way down to Tampa to watch John oh. to see, because he's getting a little too cocky. And he goes, why did you guys help me out when I was, didn't laugh. They go, we wanted to see if you could handle it. But he's up there, hey guys, went to the store, boink. That audience got hosed. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I don't know, my family loved me. They gave me the plus. Dude, that was an intervention for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and watching him just tank was... Oh, God. Yeah, and he told me the, the, the cockiness. Hey, I go, just do, give me about a good six minutes. I'm going to do 15 and tell your feature acts <laughs> I'm not going to be there. That That's an awkward conversation for your features to be like, hey, look, guys, this, this guy, guy who I've never met before, I've never seen before, he told me that I have to tell you Dude. that you're off the show. Yeah, and he was so kind of... <laughs> when I asked him, I go, so you've been getting standing holes? Yeah, my family comes in all the time. I go, yeah, so what, what's the last standing hole you got? He goes, I was at Gotham before Gotham became the big Gotham up in uh, New York. And, yeah. he goes, and he goes, he goes, my whole family was there, all, all 25 of them. I'm going, they all give, of course, they're going to give him a stand, you know. But so, yeah, it's unpredictable sometimes. So hopefully they'll, he'll be out with us on Friday. <laughs> so what Pablo is saying Come is, on in. if you're yeah. listening, you're invited. He's okay. the headliner. Guess what? I just got bumped. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Sorry, he just called me. Um, dude, I can't wait. This is going to be so fun. It'll be fun, man. And uh, you, want, you want a halt? No, I'm good. I'm good. How long have you been starting? How long does this start, this podcast? We haven't started yet. Let us know. We're going to start rolling and uh, just let us know when we're ready. That uh, that alarm on your phone was mean that we should start in three, two. We have been rolling. Hey, John is going to be here. Bro, that was an incredible practice round. We usually oh, don't go that God, long. We, we've been doing a mic check for 45 minutes. Yeah. Get some air conditioning in here. Holy smoke, I'm sweating like crazy. Hey, hey, hey. I'm telling the, the, the producers are telling me your mic's been off, but they'll turn it on now. And... Uh, <laughs> So remember what you just did. Yeah, my, 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 <laughs> my, I'm gonna. We've been. Rec- we have been recording it though. So there's gonna be a script that comes up. So just po- follow the script that we just did. Right, right, right. And we'll do it again. Your friend's gonna call yeah. back. We've just talked to him in the booth. John Gard. <laughs> right. I remember one time. Uh, uh, this was back in 1990. I think 98 or something. My friend goes, "Hey man, we're gonna go and see a porno being made, right?" And it was Ron <laughs> Jeremy, right? And my friend goes, "My friend goes, you guys got tickets?" To oh, a porn? I didn't. No, I. They wanted to see. A, they want. They want us to go on the set. I yeah. cannot go on the set watching a guy. <laughs> So I, I said no, but, but my friend went there. He goes, craft yeah. services just butt plugs. 
<laughs> craft service. My friend goes, they had craft service, but there was no condiments. I go, really? He goes, yeah, they pulled out an ice, ice, an ice, uh, an igloo and stuff like that. He goes, but Ron Jeremy was a really nice guy. We had a push car, we had a push, push, uh, start his car. And he came with a Vega and a Gremlin. <laughs> the next day I went, it was so funny. I go, let's go to the clip. Yeah, you know, the, the 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 craft service is just condoms, no condiments. Yeah, Dude, we had a good friend who I don't oh, want to say what her name is on the air, uh, but uh, she, but very good friend of ours. She was dating this guy for a while, and he had this pretty cool place up in the valley, a house. And she came home one day, right? They she had like just moved in with him, and there was like a porn being shot in the place. He didn't tell her about it or anything, and she's like, "What's going on here?" Yeah, and yeah. she's she's that was like, her doorbell. <laughs> She's like, what the hell's going on? He's like, he's like, don't worry, honey. Uh, they put sheets over all the furniture. And yeah. She's like, that's not the point. Is yeah. that Gallagher? <laughs> Sledgematic. Sledgematic. You walk in. Hey, guys, how you doing? You guys want something to eat? We're breaking for lunch. I wonder what the world. I, I like to be wardrobe. Why is her pussy mic'd? <laughs> the clit ring is supposed to go on the ear. On the ear. Not the clit. <laughs> It just sounds like a wind chime every time. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody want something to eat? Excuse me. Huh? Excuse me. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You can always hear it coming. Yeah, I'm sweating my ass off here. Got got, got a towel. Give me me a tissue. Hey. Well, tell where can people find you? Uh, PabloFrancisco.com. I'm updating my my website. You know, my Twitter. And check me out, too. I, I twit. And uh, if you've never seen this guy live, you, I, without exaggeration, yep. one of the most entertaining people to see live. Well, thank you. All your comedy. I yep. mean, seeing you uh, lo- going last week, I hadn't seen you on stage in a couple of years just because yeah. of the pandemic or whatever. But remember, right. we did Laugh Factory together for the, for the, uh, the tape, the Zoom yeah, show. You, you had your mask on and you were waving at me. And I go, who is this oh, guy? Yeah. And then you pull off the. the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But you Good are, stuff. without a doubt, one of the most entertaining people working. And mm-hmm. people, well, you. you've n- have not lost a beat. F- as funny as ever. Thanks, man. Enjoyed you so much the other night. Loved it getting on stage. Can't wait for Friday night. We're gonna have a fucking blast, bro. Just come on, yeah. It's gonna be at the uh, Huntington Beach something. Let me find out. Just one of these. One night. But usually, when you come into town, look, go, go to the Improv in Melrose. Go to Levity, Levity Live. Put then, Google, yeah. Put Huntington Beach in your Google Maps, and then just ask when you get there. Yeah, when you get there, you go there. And we're gonna <laughs> we're looking for Pablo. Let's go. To, let's go serve an Irish Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Which is a strip club. <laughs> you uh, said it before we start with Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Okay, okay. What was the joke? What was the joke again? Uh, about no, turn the right to Krispy Kreme. I go, that's not a donut yeah, shop. Not a, yeah. It's not a titty not, not bar. A, yeah, not a titty bar. Oh, God. Um, yeah, come empty because you're going to leave full. That's and, right. Uh, come with legs and eggs in the morning, too. Oh, God. Legs and eggs. Legs and eggs. I'm Jonathan Kite for Pablo Francisco, Seth Shapiro, Ben and Emmy. Thanks so much. We'll catch you next time. Ouch.